Hello, friends. I'm in the car. I've got no real plans about what to talk about except Christmas. Christmas. We'll just see what happens. Okay. I, I will. I do have one thing in mind. Puberty has stricken my household. I am completely unfamiliar with male puberty. I had Malcolm stand in front of me yesterday and we are like eye to eye now. He's just about my height. Like his hair is really high because young men like to have the sideshow bob hair. Like it's really short on the sides and like a big curly mop of hair on the top. Like with his hair, he's taller than me. This is a, a terrifying, terrifying turn of events here. I did not, I did not appreciate that. And his voice, he sounds like Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> like, I can't tell if he's kind of putting on a bit of a voice to make it a little bit deeper or if that's his actual voice. But if he's putting on a voice, it's pretty consistent. Let me do an impression. With a single drop of blood. Like, it's super weird. It's super weird. Like, he is, yeah. Nice kid. Real nice kid. But man, like, it's freaking me out how fast everything is kind of happening. I, I'm going to be shorter than him within the year, for sure. Qu let me quote you on that. Or you can quote me on that. How about that? And the other thing I really wanted to get off my chest, I, I, I'm sensitive about my job. I'm a mailman in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, and I, I'm sensitive about it. I feel like every time there's some kind of job action or we're negotiating, everyone hates our guts. And it like I take it personally, which is ridiculous. I realize that. But it hurts my feelings because I myself yesterday spent a good like, I'm going to say six minutes calling like five or six different apartment, uh, apartment, what do you call them? Well, apartments, because these six people had Christmas cards that had either no address on them, like no suite number, or they had the wrong suite number that didn't exist. And I stood there and I called them and they were all home and they all thanked me. And I was like, cool, no problem. Cause that's nice, right? It's like a small little kindness that I, that, that I do because Christmas cards are nice and I want to help people get them. And if I had this one little 93 year old lady on my route, lovely lady, very active, very sweet. Uh, I stumbled upon her and what turned out to be her son-in-law and she was bragging about uh, all her birthday cards because she turned 93 and her son-in-law says, yeah, she's going to outlive me just to piss me off. And I, I laughed so loud and so uh, gregariously. I didn't even see it coming. I didn't even see his joke coming and usually I can, but that, that was great. And she's like, would you mind sweetheart taking a few letters from me? And I was like, absolutely. Any time you leave those hanging out of your mailbox and I'll take them because I will. All right. When I worked in a different place, there was a lady in a wheelchair on the third floor walk up. I don't know how the hell she gets in and out of there. She seemed to be quite housebound and she ordered a lot of stuff like really heavy cat litter, but she gets a pass. She gets a pass. Okay. I will carry that fucking 30 or 40 pound box up three flights of stairs for that lady. But every time she ordered something, which was like, twice a week, I would make sure to grab all of her mail out of her mailbox because I know her home care didn't come every day and she's old and likes mail. I would bring the mail up with her extremely heavy kitty litter. You know what I mean? And I'm just one person. Do you know how many times a mailman finds somebody having a fucking heart attack and calls an ambulance? I just two weeks ago, a coworker of mine spotted a fire that had just started 
called the fire department and the fire department said that she saved the two houses on either side of that house. And she's banging on the windows, looking for any dogs, any people in there. Like, you know, I mean, no, no population of any sort is, is perfect. No one is. There are dicks that do steal things rarely. It happens pretty fucking rarely, but on Facebook yesterday, and I know that's my first fault. Like that's my first problem. Sorry. Is Facebook. Who's on Facebook? Dicks right? And my neighborhood has a Facebook page, which I regularly like hate scroll. There are some nice people there. But in this instance, this one is complaining that she got a Christmas card that looked like it had been opened and then the back tucked in and a used sticker put on it. And I was just like, okay, I responded. I'm like, is it, is it possible that someone did that because it was opened and it, and it fell apart and they were trying to protect the contents? She's like, no, I'm putting in a complaint okay and then someone else asked um is anything missing and here's here's where i know like listen i am not the smartest girl okay i've proven it many times and i will continue to prove it i'm actually proving it in this very show i already have if you don't know how to spell lose versus loose i'm judging you Okay, I'm judging you. Like the theirs, the yours, okay, I can see how that could kind of be complex-ish. That hurts my soul. But loose versus lose, like whatever you're about to say, like whatever the rest of your sentence is, is irrelevant because you don't know the difference. Like I had a friend who would always use, like, you know, before a vowel, you're supposed to say an, an elevator, an honor, whatever. She would say, ah, idiot, and it drove me fucking crazy. Like, I'm not smart, okay? I'm not smart. But these little things, I, I just cannot, I cannot handle it. And one of these morons wrote back to the initial lady, and she's like, oh, I hope you didn't loose anything. And she's like, oh, no, everything was in there. It was just photos. Yeah, okay then. Like, what is the fucking point? You didn't, nothing is missing. There was no cash to begin with. And then underneath the post, this fucking litany of people who have had a friend of a friend of a friend who had gift cards stolen and cash stolen and all this shit. And I just keep thinking to myself, who in the right mind, like out of 50,000 people, who in the right mind would lo risk losing their jobs for a $10 Tim's card or whatever, even a $100 Visa card? I There is no fucking way in hell I would ever do that. No goddamn way. And it like hurts my feelings that we're always... Thieves, okay, there might be a large percentage of alcoholics. Okay, I can admit to that. I can admit to that. We're always thieves, we're lazy, and we're stupid, right? I'm only two of those three things at any given time. I would never steal anything, but it just, it just sucks when everybody always hates your job, like hates the, like we were heroes during COVID. Remember that, that five minutes when everybody ordered so much stuff that I thought I was going to die? It was insane. And now we're back to thieves. Okay, good. I was, I wore a cape for 10 minutes and now back to thief. Okay, good to know. All right. And it's ridiculous. Every job has people that hate them. I, I get it. I'm, I'm the problem. And I'm overly sensitive. You're also right about that. That is, that is very true. What was the point of that? I don't know. I'm a mailman at Christmas. Christmas? <laughs> I'm a mailman at Christmas. Ain't nobody got time for your Christmas card. Nobody fucking cares about your photos. Like, I just can't imagine how that would even transpire whoever it is probably just tucked your ugly family back into the card so they didn't have to see it 
it probably fell out of the card because nobody knows how to seal an envelope. I'm sorry, that's not nice. Okay. <sighs> okay, that's the end of that. I will say that this is the lightest Christmas I can remember. The volumes, like the amount of parcels and packets and mail is alarmingly light, which is very unusual. I don't know if it's because people went from having mortgage rates of 2%, now it's at 5 point something percent. Maybe that's why, maybe the cost of groceries insanely expensive and Christmas is kind of having to go on the back burner. Like I know at my house, we're not, we, Sarah got a bonus at work and we're going to take a trip instead of doing very much of anything for Christmas gifts, which I prefer because I don't know about your house, but my house is full of dumb shit and we're trying to purge it. But sweet Jesus, Mary and Joseph, there's a lot of stuff and it just accumulates. I prefer this experience thing instead. Cause you know what? I want to sit poolside and get too much sun. I don't want an Airbnb. I'm not doing that ever fucking again. I won't. I won't do it. I don't I don't want to clean up after people. I don't want to worry about what restaurant we're going to eat at, who needs what where. I don't. I don't want to. I want my daughter to eat like 18 bowls of ice cream in a day and I want to be left the fuck alone. Okay? That's what I want. And I I wish that for your family too someday. Uh okay. Other than that, what do I need to tell you about? Oh yeah, Coco Stanley. Oh, Coco Stanley. Poor Coco Stanley. He's very reactive on leash, which is kind of hilarious to me because he's like a big, I wouldn't call him a doodle per se, because to me, like a doodle is, is like a planned cash grab. And if you have a doodle, great, good for you. I bet that's a good doodle, you know, but I take personal offense to it because my, my poodle mix is from the mean streets of Mexico. Uh, he's very afraid of other dogs. And I had the most white middle-class experience I think I may have ever had. I came home from work late because it was actually busy that particular day. And Sarah was taking Coco Stanley out for a walk. And there's this dog in our neighborhood that is very often off leash because she's an American bulldog and they're quite stout. Like, I don't know if you know what a bulldog looks like, but it's like a little kind of fat squat, uh, very cute smushed in face underbite dog. And this dog is named Kiki. And my daughter is thinking that Kiki is a celebrity. Every time we're outside and Kiki's outside, she's like, oh my God, Kiki's outside. Can we go say hi to her? And it's like, yeah, of course. And Kiki's just like, you know, a little chubby cutie pie. And okay, I roll I roll home. I'm sitting on the driveway. And it just so happens Sarah and Coco Stanley are coming out for their walk. And Coco is in this very effeminate, which is fine, you know, pastel sweater with different colored candy canes on it Stella picked it out and I was like okay sure whatever we're gay like he can wear whatever fucking sweater it doesn't matter and then I'm sitting in the car and all I hear is Kiki no come back and like Kiki just wants to love she's just a real sweetheart you know she's big and slow and a little bit dumb right but very nice and the the Kiki's mom is like yelling Kiki, no, come back, come back. And she, I've talked to her a lot. Like she's a very nice lady. She was very nice to me when Max was sick and I would sit in the front yard with Max all wrapped up in a, in a blanket while Stella played with her little friend and we had some long talks or whatever. And she's really sweet. She knows Coco Stanley is reactive, does not like other dogs and is scared of just about everything, but puts on a real, a real barking show. 
and she's like, she's a coming, she's a coming. And, and I can't see what's happening. I'm in the car facing my garage and Sarah's just like, okay, like, what do I do? And I'm like, I'm like, take, take him in the garage. And she's like, she's like just standing there. I'm like, you got to like do something. And she just looks at me and she's like, oh, fuck off. And I was like, oh, and it was just like, oh yeah, what am I doing? I'm not helping anything. So I put it into park. And you know what? Sometimes you need to be told to like fuck off because like do something or shut the fuck up sometimes. Right. And then that kicked me into action. And, but it was too late. By the time I got the car in gear and I opened my door, poor Kiki's coming up and Coco's like barking at her. And like he got his underbite stuck on her sweater because he was scared. He was trying to nip her. And, uh, eventually Sarah just picked him up and like, like held him high. And, and like poor Kiki just looked so sad. She just wanted to love him. And he was like terrified and, tried to you know bite her a little bit and uh i think he made a hole in her sweater with his underbite it was like really ridiculous and she was stella stella sarah was holding him up high because she's like nine feet tall and uh she went to go put him down again and he like held on to her because he didn't want to get put down and then like about 15 minutes later like that's a slight exaggeration uh kiki's mom showed up and she was walking another like a toy poodle that had like a purple sweat it was a purple sweater you know it was like the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen like that dog needed pearls it was just a tiny little poodle with a little purple sweater and she's like apologizing profusely and i'm like oh my gosh i'm so sorry like i didn't know what he was gonna do and she's like i know he doesn't like other dogs i just you know feel so bad and i'm like kiki just wants to love kiki has a lot of love to give i'm sorry i'm like i'm sorry let's both be sorry together we both feel sorry and uh yeah and, you know that was a pretty white middle class uh experience for everyone we were all very sorry and it was ridiculous they were all wearing sweaters it was like God. Anyway, the reason I get upset about Coco Stanley not being a doodle is because he wasn't conceived in a three-car garage. Okay, that's what I feel about that. Like, and like Coco Stanley could be a father. There could be puppies somewhere. And he was essentially kidnapped in Mexico and sent to Canada. Never to see those children again. You know? Thoughts and prayers, Coco. Okay, I don't know. I guess that's about it. Look, this is a quick car show. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, if, in case this is my last solo show, I'd really like to get Sugar back for one more episode before Christmas, but she's got her thyroid thing to figure out, and I don't want to stress her out if she doesn't feel up to it. But in case this is my last show before Christmas, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Christmas, or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever the fuck it is you're doing, and I hope you have a nice holiday season. I hope your turkey's not dry if you're making one, or maybe order Chinese food. I have never... Uh, regretted ordering Chinese food. And if I could, I would, but I can't. Oh, I better make a lot of gravy. I like to call it turkey lube. God help us all. I make the driest turkey in town. Okay, I wish you well. Many happy regards. Be nice to your mailman. Throw them $5. We're sad. And we're tired and nobody likes us. Okay? Okay. All right. Okay, love you. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye, bye, bye now. Okay, bye. Bye, bye.